Hey, you're listening to Work From Home, a Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. In today's episode, Harry's talking to Trevor Lorbeer from Day Optimizer about productivity. I think we're expected to do a lot when we're working from home, but we're not always told how to actually go about doing it. In this episode, Harry and Trevor talk about prioritising tasks, the benefit of time management, and how you can bring mindfulness to productivity. Harry started by asking Trevor, is it about getting more stuff done or the right stuff done? Yeah, I would say it's about the latter, getting the right stuff done. Many studies of office workers say that in a typical office, in a typical eight-hour office day, you're only getting four to five hours worth of work done if you're lucky. And so the rest of the time is like socializing. It's like, I need to take a break from things. There's all sorts of things that go in our day. And we don't necessarily bring that idea to work from home. So often when we say like, oh, now I'm going to work from home, we think, oh, I need to work for eight hours. And that means I'm sitting in front of my computers for eight hours. But at the office, you're spending half an hour trying to figure out why the damn photocopier won't work or whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're not spending the eight hours in there or or you're, you're building bonds with your coworkers through socialization and other things like that. So it's not all that intense focus time. I think if you can figure out ways to boil down your work to where you're really focusing on the things that are going to create the biggest impact, that not more done, but the right things done, then you can wind up working less or just like working, like matching the chunks that you have in your day to the type of work that you're going to be working on. Right. So a bunch of questions that come off that, but I guess the first one that I want to ask is how do we determine like what the most important stuff to get done is? So I think in general, hopefully you are, are like figuring out your priorities on, on a more than a, just a daily basis, like on a, like a weekly or monthly basis, you kind of figure out like, these are the things I need to work on that are going to give me the most impact in my job. So then you kind of already have a sense of that when you look at your schedule. And then what you're kind of asking yourself is, has anything changed that has changed those priorities? So if you like, say you set your priorities Monday morning and you kind of like look through that list. And then each day you're kind of looking at that, has anything changed that my priorities need to shift today? But on that Monday morning, one of the ways to ask is what's the impact of this? What's the, what, what are going to be the consequences to the business? Uh, one common one is, is this going to accelerate me in some way? So is this going to help make other things easier so I can go faster? Is it going to remove obstacles? So is it going to I'll often talk about creating an increased velocity and reduced drag lists. So these are those kind of tasks that help you go faster by either like speeding you up or removing obstacles out of your path. Another easy one, if you don't exactly know which tasks to prioritize, is to look for the tasks that aren't important and remove them. So often you're looking at the whole list and going, what's important? Well, the whole list is too much to keep in your head and it's, it's overwhelming. If instead you say, okay, let me take everything that's not important down the list, it's much more easy to like take things off the bottom. And then you might like have like three or five items and you're like, well, which one's the least important of that? And if you just start chiseling away, you'll wind up with what's important in ways that's harder to do it if you're trying to do it top down. Right. What's the benefit of time management, do you think? The uh, benefit of time management is it lets us make more deliberate decisions about what we're doing with our time. 
and and be more realistic. Like you said, is most of us tend to be time optimists. We think we can get way more done in the day than we actually can. So the idea of saying, if I create that list and I actually allocate time to all that list and I add it all up and it says it's 30 hours that I'm going to do today, well, that at least gives me this point of realism to start saying, well, I need to take some stuff off that list, which is, means I'm more likely to accomplish the, the priorities. And then especially if you wind up, like if you're working from home, it can be really valuable to put your personal stuff on that list too. Like at work, you don't need to do that. You're just in the office. But to create that you know, work-life balance and carve out that time for yourself at home, having those personal things lets you say, okay, I'm going to allocate an hour to spend time, you know, with my spouse or my significant other or anything like that. I'm going to spend time, you know, exercising. I'm going to do these sort of things and block out time for that to make sure that that happens and that work doesn't just consume all your time. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's just more important than ever at the moment. I was looking at the the website and the blog, and you've written a little bit about kind of mindfulness in productivity, or at least you use that that language on the the website. Like, how do you f- talk to me about that? Yeah, so I view um, the idea of mindful productivity from two perspectives. One is the classic like mindfulness concept, which is that being of where you are in the present moment and being able to then manage your urges, make deliberate decisions in the present moment. So recognizing that, oh, I really need to be working on this important thing. So you said you check your email, you know, you can get lost in your email for an hour and a half, two hours. You know, mindfulness is about figuring out strategies to give you awareness while you're doing that so that you're you're spending an hour and a half deliberately or you're stopping yourself early because you don't want to spend that much time today. So there's different techniques to create mindfulness. One is just simply setting a timer and saying, okay, I'm going to work on this for 30 minutes and the timer goes off. And maybe I can snooze it if I still like am on it. You know, I still want to work on it for a little bit, but I snooze it for another 10 minutes. And I'm forced myself to like constantly create these mindfulness points, these check-in points to say, should I still be working on this or not? Should I reevaluate what I'm doing? The second thing that I look at from I like the mindful productivity is where we're looking at strategies to leverage the mind itself and the way our brains work. So looking at what are the things that are going to work with our chemistry. So a common thing is when you check something off a list that creates a little dopamine hit in your brain that will increase focus and increase your motivation. So how can we develop strategies that leverage those things that we're starting to learn about neuroscience to make us more productive throughout the day? So an easy one is this um, a quick win list, right? So if you're having trouble getting motivated in the morning, you you before the morning happens, have this quick win list, which are like five minute tasks, a series of five minute tasks you can do, and that way you can just quickly check off those five minute tasks. The process of actually then checking them off, and you really should have like it where you're physically like actually scratching it out, or it even it does work if you're doing a digital form, but you actually want to some form check it off. That creates this nice little dopamine hit. And like now you start building this momentum throughout your day and this focus. Or things like if you give yourself a time limit for something, either by scheduling a specific time block or just saying, I'm only going to work on this for an hour by time boxing, that actually shifts our brain into a kind of tunnel vision focus mode. And biologically, we actually shift into being more focused. So you can do that if you're having problems maintaining focus by setting 
shorter blocks, like you, a four hour block is, it's not going to work for. It. But if you say like, I'm going to do a half an hour block, an hour block, hour and a half block, then that helps us leverage the brain. The Pomodoro technique uses that. The Pomodoro technique, you've got 25 minute blocks and then you specifically need to check something off the list to create the dopamine hit. And then you need another 25 minute block. It's a way of doing time management that creates a rhythm to your day rather than a schedule to your day. And so it can be really effective, but it's leveraging some of those same mindful neuroscience techniques. That's it for today's episode. Do you use a to-do list? Maybe the Pomodoro technique? What works for you? Email us, wfh at lowerstreet.co, because we'd love to know. In fact, we'd love to talk about it on the show. And hey, if you can, leave us a rating and a review. It really helps us reach more people. And get subscribed, because we've got more content every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Thanks for listening. 